Hello, it's Louise again with episode 15 of the Knit British podcast. Knit British supports wool that's been grown, spun and dyed in the UK. lovely to have you here with me. I'm Louise. If you've just joined me for the first time, it's really lovely to have you here. I hope that you like it enough that you'll stick around. And welcome back to all of the returning listeners. It is always nice to see you. Come in, come in, come in. How are you? This has been a bit of a mad week because it has run in. I don't know about you, but I find that once the clocks change, even though the the You know, it gets darker earlier. Time just seems to speed up a little bit. And, you know, it's now five weeks till Christmas. And I don't say that with any excitement whatsoever. I say that full of dread that it's five weeks till Christmas. And I know it's just going to be here before we can even draw a breath. Are you organised? Are you gift knitting this year? Some of you may be taking part in the Indie Design Gift Along that's been run in Ravelry. I had decided that this year I wasn't going to knit any gifts because when you have lots of nieces and nephews, or the neblings, as I like to call them, if you knit for one, you have to knit for all of them because you can't, and you can't get away with just knitting for, you know, one branch of the family because what if they meet in the town and they're like, oh, that's lovely, little boy. <laughs> that's No, that's quite scary. <laughs> That's a lovely hat you've got on, small child. Who did you get that from? Auntie Louise. Oh, we never got anything from Auntie Louise. So you see, living in Shetland, it's quite easy that that might happen. So I thought, no, this year, the same as last year, I'm not going to knit anything for any gifts. And then I did remember that there was a total frenzy uh, last minute, last year of deciding that I was going to knit some things and managed to knock off a few cowls um, for the children's. Um, But this year, no, definitely not. Um, That's my plan, definitely no. And then, what happens? Oh, we get Wool People 8. Brooklyn Tweed brings out Wool People 8. Mm, Louise wants to knit all the things. Oh, what else is this? Helen Stewart with the Knit Vent collection. Mm. Louise wants to knit all the things and you can't help but say oh that would look great on such and such or that would look great on but no the whole thing about doing the whip crack away cal was that it was going to stop us stop me from wanting to knit all the things and get some of the things knit that have been longing to be have been knit for such a long time get those ufos finished and really all it did was just put that i want to knit all the things on hold (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I am trying to drain myself in a little bit. But how is your gift knitting going? I hope that you are in full swing. And um, if you like this time of year, I hope you are enjoying it. And if you are a little bit like me and don't really get into the Christmas spirit until the day before Christmas Eve, come and have a bar humbug with me. It's not quite bar humbug. It's just I'm not quite there yet. Give me another month another month exactly and I think I'll probably be there (laughs) on the show this week I'm going to try and make this a small episode and 
I say try because I know that it's going to not be a short episode at all and I'm going to run over as I always do. seem to manage to make every episode nearly an hour long. <laughs> not that I ever get any complaints from you guys about that, but um, it'd be quite nice to make it a little bit succinct sometimes, especially if I'm going to be podcasting every couple of weeks now. There's no need for a great big long, big long one. Oh, that sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> so on the show this week, I have got some news and events. I have got a yarn review, North Pennine's Blueface Leicester from Teasdale Fibres. I've got Cast On, Cast Off. I have a book review and look at a very special garment from Karina Westerman. So if you are new to the show, this is the bit where I say, go and get a cuppa or pour yourself the drink of your choice. Please drink responsibly and get your whip. Settle in and let's go. Well, I I spoke a little bit about this on the blog, but I was very honoured and excited to get my copy of Knit Now in the post last week because Karina Westerman's first garment pattern graced the front page and that first garment is a cardigan called Scully. And now you all know how to pronounce my last name, (laughs) which I get quite often. How do you pronounce it? Scully. Knit Now 41 uh, is in the shops now. It's, uh, I said, it's Carrie's first garment. It's a beautiful bottom-up seamless cardi, sort of hip length with a really beautiful circular yoke detail and it's a reverse stock and stitch, which I love. I love garter and and, um, reverse stock and stitch, so very happy about that and it's just beautiful and it's knit in new lanark yarn which sort of makes my little knit british heart leap um, because she's designed her first garment in british yarn and called after me awesome totally awesome the pattern has got uh, in the in the magazine it's got quite a bit of ease it's quite an easy loose fitting cardigan i would say casual fit possibly best way to describe it on the model but Carrie on her website which is fourth-edition.co.uk she is wearing her one with some slight negative ease and it's really pretty that's how I would knit it I think and of course because it's designed in British yarn obviously I am definitely going to knit it I think in probably well I don't know I've got a sweater's worth of artisanal British blue face blend which is the blend that's been recently discontinued in a very pretty light grey. I also have Shillisdale uh, in the blackberry colourway which is very close to the uh, bramble colour that um, the the sample is knitted in the magazine and I also have some very vibrant purple bigantia but I think I'll probably knit it in the grey but that is going to be for the new year I think. I'm absolutely blown away uh, really and um, I don't know I don't know what else I can say it's very 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 honoured um um, you can find knit now 41 uh, in the shops if you can't uh, you could try www.moremags.com which is where i've bought it from in the past i think you can buy it digitally there but you can also buy print copy to be sent to you and i'm really excited to see what else comes up next for kari because she's now finished her wonderful doggerland collection which is completed with the Sturega shawl pattern. I just, I can't wait to see what else she's, she's 
going to come up with now that she's a garment designer. But I think there's lots of exciting things coming up with Carrie, and hopefully we have talked about having an interview on the podcast at some point, um, which would be really lovely because she's one of my favourite people. Now she's designed one garment, the sky's the limit. No pressure, Carrie. <laughs> no pressure. So yes, and possibly in the new year we could do, it has been suggested that we could do a scholarly cal, a scholarly along. <gasps> a scholarly along, I quite like that. We'll think about that for the new year. I can't possibly think of knitting a garment before the end of the year. But uh, very exciting, very exciting. Something coming up in Glasgow next month you might be interested in if you live nearby or you're able to, to go nearby. It's happening at the Queen of Pearls in the Salt Market. It's called the Heartfelt Trunk Show uh, with Ginger Twist and Claire Devine and it's on Saturday the, Saturday the 13th of December at 12 to 5 and they are raising money for the Great British Farm Project. The Great British Farm Project is a small farm animal um, and horse rescue centre I think in Settle uh, in Yorkshire and it's a sanctuary for those animals. Now, they need four bales of hay to feed the animals every day during winter. And at £5 a bale, that quickly adds up for the farm. And it's really entirely run on donations from the public. So that is where you come in. For £5 at the Queen of Pearls shop on the 13th of December, you will receive a small lesson on how to make a needle felted heart ornament, which is going to be lovely to put on your Christmas tree or give as a gift at Christmas. And your donation will go straight to the Great British Farm Project. Uh, But it says on the website, the fun doesn't stop there. Jessica James of Ginger Twist will be selling her gorgeous hand dye. And Claire will also be joining them to sell her patterns and books. Uh, And Claire has some patterns, of course, which are already designed in Ginger's hand dyed yarn. So it's a perfect opportunity to shop for your loved ones or for yourself. There's going to be mulled wine and mince pies uh, available for another small donation to help keep away the winter chill. And there will also be a raffle with prizes from Ginger Twist, Claire Devine and from the Queen of Pearls. So it's going to be a lovely day. So if in Glasgow or around Glasgow or near Glasgow on Saturday the 13th of December from 12 to 5, that's going to be happening at the Queen of Pearls. yarn review i have been knitting with some really lovely yarn and i think i've been teasing you for probably about three episodes now that i was going to review it and have put it off and put it off because other things have gotten the way and i really wanted to sort of have the time to talk about this yarn and talk about uh, where it comes from chrissy day is a textile artist and author who also runs teasdale fibers and she's sort of made it her mission to source local wool to design with herself she she works a lot with nuno felt as well as knit and crochet but also to sell in her shop dyed for your knitting pleasure she sources uh, pedigree flock yarns very very local to her to create single breed yarns uh, two single breed yarns one is the north pennines blue face leicester and another is a pedigree teaswater yarn now chrissy picks the fleece herself she has it spun in a commercial mill and then the blue-faced Leicester, she dyes with natural dyes. The tea's water goes through the same process but is dyed at Yarn Garden. 
may have heard George from Yarn Garden in an earlier episode talking about um, dyeing that particular yarn. And that's going to be launched on their website quite soon, I believe. Christy also has a Shetland and Zwarbles mix. Now, that's not available through her website. It's available in kits uh, from Made in the Dales. And I'll give you the links to that um, on the show notes and talk about, about that later on. This Blueface Leicester is really spectacular yarn. It's a four-ply weight. It's absolutely drenched in luster. No picture can really show you entirely how lustrous this yarn is. When Chrissy talked to me about it and wanted to send me some, she did say it has to be seen to be believed, and it, that's very true. It's quite possibly the softest and silkiest blue-faced luster I've knit with, and I know that that is saying something. The yarn that I have is dyed with woad and is the brightest, bonniest blue, very vivid, not solid. There are beautiful um, semi-solid uh, highlights in there, very pretty. And I cast on with this the Antarctic Shawl by Janina Cario, which I'll talk about a little bit later on. The working softness through the fingers of this yarn, it really is like knitting with pure silk. The fact that Chrissy cares so much about the provenance and sourcing everything so locally, to me, she's just a real world champion. And it must be so satisfying to her for her to design and work with yarn that she has sourced herself. Um, you can see some of the designs on our website, which is chrissyday.co.uk. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E-D-A-Y.co.uk. There's a couple of galleries there. Her knitwear design and felting as well, um, and links to her books. This, as I say, this is a four-ply, and there's just about 400 metres there. I managed to knit Antarctis with just a couple of grams to spare and it really is a lovely yarn it has the most beautifully fine misty halo on top of the knitted fabric and it really shows off garter stitch and lace exceptionally well um, it's going to make a really special knitted item but also a really special gift for the knitted in your life you can find it by going to chrissyday.co.uk forward slash shop. It costs £14.50 for a 100 gram skein. And I see there that it says it's 390 yards per skein, but I would probably guess that it's a little more than that, on the, a little more than that on the, on the skein. She dyes with indigo, ma uh, madder, woad, uh, cochineal, pomegranate, uh, logwood, and the, the colours that she dyes with these natural dyes are exceptionally vivid. Um, as I say, I think this will make a really special gift for someone whether in the skein or knitted up and I can imagine some beautiful baby knits in this really special baby knits in fact this yarn Chrissy and some of the people in her knit community craft community knitted a blanket for uh, Prince George from this pedigree flock yarn so it was wrapped in royalty probably at, as we speak <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely, definitely worth a look. So that's the North Pennines Blue Face Leicester. Very soft to knit with, exceptionally soft garment it makes. My Antarctis is blocking as we speak. Beautiful, beautiful texturally and with that amazing amount of luster and shine. The yarn is very limited because small production, one woman show really, trying to attain single breed year on year it, it is quite a small production and so the yarn is limited and when it's gone from this year's clip then it is gone so it's worth 
pop on over if you're interested to chrissyday.co.uk forward slash shop and see what is in there. If you're interested in the Shetland and Zwarbles wool, which Chrissy also has, it's available in kits. It's from madeinthedales.bigcartel.com and click on knitting kits. And there are shawls, jumpers, scarves, hats, um, all available uh, in this yarn. Now, I also have some of the Shetland and Zwarbles yarn. I haven't knit with it yet, but I will let you know about it once I have knit with it. Um, It's velvety soft to the touch. It's very, very nicely. Lovely, really lovely spin on it, actually. And I believe the Teeswater yarn will be available from Yarn Garden in the future. So keep your eye um, on that. As I say, a real wool champion. So thank you very much to Chrissy. And if you're interested in that yarn, then get over to the shop and have a look. Cast on, cast off. Well, I was quite frustrated. I I did record this podcast on Thursday night and there was a lot of people going past our our window, lots of sort of rowdiness and I couldn't get the piece that I wanted to record because there's nowhere in the house that I can record without hearing street noise. And it was a particularly busy evening for passers-by. as demonstrated by the car going past. It's not a particularly busy street, but but when people do go past, it's quite it's, they're very noisy, especially at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, that's by the by. So when I first recorded this, I'd only cast, I was just about to cast off Antarctis. But since then, I have had a little flurry of activity. So Antarctis has been cast off in the North Pennines Blueface Leicester from Teasdale Fibres. It's a paid-for pattern by Janina Cario. It's an asymmetric triangle with beautiful openwork sections and garter sections. So I knit on the, the bias, you start at the tip and increase along one edge. And what an addictive knit it is, especially due to those large openwork sections, it grows really quickly. It's blocking now, so pictures soon, but Antarctus has made me seek out more Studio Calio patterns, of which there are lots, lots and lots. And actually speaking uh, to somebody on Twitter and they said, I, how did I not know? It was Louise Tilbrook. She said, I, how did I not know about this designer? So um, I will put the links on the show notes, but please go and have a look at Janina Calio's shawl patterns on Ravelry. They are all modern, very fresh, simply beautiful, lots and of very simple open work, functional but very beautiful, really, really worth a look. Um, I, I will put the link on the show notes. A very, very good knit, and I quite like that in the pattern note she said block, uh, block it like you mean it, because when you finish it, it does look quite small. You know, all those lovely garter stitches squidged together, which I love, but I also love block garter as well, and it does block incredibly well. BFL has. Um, quite a bit of elasticity in it and it blocks I'll need to measure it but um, you know in the in the pattern it says you know don't worry that this will look like a tiny hanky once you block it blocking is everything and it's true she says block it like you mean it I was knitting this for myself I was and then my mum asked me if I could knit something for her fella's mum and I 
I don't usually knit for, well, <laughs> this makes me sound really horrible um, if I say that I don't normally knit for other people. But you know what it's like when somebody comes along with something and says, this is really nice, could you knit it for me? Usually I say, here's a pair of needles. I'll get, show you the basics so you can knit it yourself. Because it's like, you know, me saying to someone who's really good at painting, um, I really like this landscape, paint it for me. Just just take time out of your day to paint for you. All you do is sit and paint. Paint it for me. And I know that people aren't all thinking all she does is sit and knit because, my goodness, sometimes I don't even have time for that. But you know what it's like. You knitters know know what I mean, how that difficult that is sometimes when... when... But you, Oh, she knits. She likes to knit. She'll, surely she'll knit this for us. But my mum never asks. Um, I... I'm quite happy to knit something for for her in that way because, well, as I say, I was knitting it for myself and so I don't mind knitting things I like. Life is too short to knit things that you do not like. Life is too short to knit things that you do not like. It really is. Don't spend time and effort knitting something that you don't like because this is what I was saying all through Whip Crack Away is that you know, we, we can lose love for whips and, and we can lo- lose love for things. And and that's fair enough. You know, if we like it in the pattern, you start knitting it and it's not as fun or it's not, this, you know, you, you don't get the same effect. That's fine. You know, sometimes you can you can read the pattern and that changes everything from looking at the picture of it to, to reading the pattern. You might get, you know, a really pretty shawl pattern and it's 16 pages long. Life is too short for that. <laughs> But it's even shorter when you're asked to knit something for somebody and it's off and you don't like it and you don't have a connection with it. So anyway, where was I? I've lost the plot now. (laughs) But yes, so I think I will probably show this to her and see if she wants this for that person's um, gift because it's really soft. It's really pretty. Uh, It's a lovely pattern. You could have it around your shoulders or you could bundle it up under your coat, um, wrap it around your neck. It's very very versatile as are all triangular shawl patterns but um this is very very nice and and quite often i think if i really like it somebody else might really like it so but yes don't don't knit things you don't like goodness sake yeah don't do it as i said that north pennines blue face luster is really exquisite and it's soft as it is warm and it's delightfully silky soft and it has that misty halo and the the luster just adds to its deliciousness it's fantastic um also cast off and cast on cast on and cast off since since yesterday evening is the lapsang hat by claire divine it is a chunky wool weight hat with a fantastic pom-pom on the top i knit this with toft ulysses double knit held double and that yarn is 70 she says looking around for the ball band 70 percent beaumont 20 percent bfl and 10 percent shit one maybe something like that it's mostly beaumont it's soft and very sheepy and i just knit it in a few hours it's such a satisfying knit there's an eyelet pattern i'm going to call it an undulating eyelet pattern from the brim upwards and it's blooming addictive and it's super quick knit it's also reversible which is fantastic although probably not reversible if you're going to stick a pom-pom on the top unless there's some way to sort of push the pom-pom through otherwise you're just going to look a bit odd um i added reflective uh, thread yarn to the brim it's um Kreinlich reflective yarn although it's a thread it's made of 55 percent glass beads it's available from various online sellers um, and it comes in 25 
metre spools. So it's great for little additions like brims and pom-poms and fantastic for being able to see be seen in the dark. The thread yarn is silver grey, so obviously it blended blends fantastically with my toft, which is um, a silver grey. But it would be seen in other colours and it works fantastically well. I haven't blocked it yet, but I will try and put it on and get a picture of, of me in the dark. <laughs> so you can see, but it's really effective. I think it can be quite pricey. The prices go from about £6 to about £13. And a lot of the sellers are in the US. I'm not sure if anybody stocks in the UK yet. But it's actually really worth it and fantastic if you are going to be doing gift knitting for kids because this time of year it's much darker, you know, with all the great intention of putting your children in a reflective clothing, something like this would not hurt at all. And as I say, it's very effective, very effective. If I was gift knitting, I would, if I was thinking about gift knitting, I'm not gift knitting, but Lapsang would be perfectly fast gift. And if you had a little, you know, toft to do these fantastic alpaca fur pom-poms, if you don't like making pom-poms, I don't like making pom-poms, but I did make one, then that would be really fun on this as well, and an added touch of fantasticness. Claire Devine does it again. She actually has another pattern, uh, which is an Aran cable knit hat called, called Earl Grey, which I haven't looked at in great detail yet in the pattern, but I think that could be another great hat pattern. Anything she does is fantastic, but as you know, I'm biased because she's lovely. Um... <laughs> Cast on as well, after blocking Antarctus yesterday and finishing the Lapsang hat, then I decided that I was at quarter to ten in the evening, I was going to cast on Alvieri uh, by Willie Wormhead, Jameson Smith Aran weight, and this is the Heritage Aran, which is worsted spun, the same as their Heritage four-ply, jumper weight, sorry, uh, yarn, which was launched last year, I think. And it is just full of airy smoosh. It's fantastic, really great yarn, and I've just got the brim knit, so I can't really tell you much more about it than that. It's got a a four by four rib, which is lovely and chunky, and there are pearl row sections, so it's sort of like a a horizontal rib with a stockinette and a reverse stockinette sections, and it looks really nice, sort of unblocked and um, slouchy, but I think it would be really nice blocked as well, so you can see the, the difference in textures and the pattern. But as I say, I'm, I'm just up to the brim, so I can't tell you much more about it. One of my favourite pieces of post recently was Felix Ford's Knitsonic Stranded Colourwork Sourcebook. Now, you will have heard me speaking about Felix Ford, a.k.a. Nixonic, on the podcast a few times. I took her class at Shetland Wool Week, where we did the Everyday Inspiration Colour Work, which is a class based on uh, this book, or the book, the class inspired the book, should I say. I backed Felicity's Kickstarter earlier this year to get this book off the ground, and ever since then, and doing her class, I've been totally beguiled by Felix's method of designing colour work from everyday inspiration. The system works like this, and this is this is me reading from the book. The tools you will need. An inspiration source, something that inspires you. Ways of recording an inspiration source, sketch pad, pens, pencils, camera, Pinterest, uh, a handy project bag or basket for keeping everything together, a shade card from your yarn supplier or tying lengths of yarn round a piece of card and writing the shade names beside them. Squared paper exercise book, drawing tools, yarns of different shades, set of double-pointed needles, and uh, some some form of blocking and rust 
three pins. And this is how it works. You get to know your inspiration source, choose your colour palette, design an initial pattern, pick out your initial shading scheme, cast on your swatch and start swatching, review your work as you go, modify the pattern and or the shades and keep going until you get the results that you like, then block, finish and admire your swatch. It's so easy. <laughs> this is what I love about the standard colour work source book and the whole ideology around it is that we become the designer and we find our source of inspiration and you know we, we could all have the same same inspiration object and find something different in it create a pattern and you create this evolution of the pattern because that's the main thing is that if you make a mistake or you don't like something you don't change it you just keep knitting until you get get it how you want it to be and what i love about the book is that uh, felicity has full page across two pages i should say pictures of her swatches and she has picked inspiration from biscuit tins and brickwork and books and her recorder you know her her microphone the the swatch is, is laid out across two pages and felicity draws your attention to the different areas and why she's changed things and the shading if the shading isn't quite right or the particular pattern hasn't worked correctly and she just keeps knitting it until she is happy with it and, and is how she feels it should be and i love this I just think it's fantastic. I always think that we're always learning. There's always something to learn and to create. And I think that it's really important that we recognise where we've been to get where we are going and to get with that finished object, that finished item. And these swatches that you will be creating are your evolution as a designer. I love that, you know, Felix gives us the tools in this book to think about shading, to think about pattern, to think about finding patterns in places that you wouldn't normally expect. For example, she has a swatch based on a stretch of motorway, on her garden, on her favourite beer. <laughs> Inspiration can be found wherever and you know we can find it in the most unusual places um, mine is tonic's tea cake <laughs> many of us connect with the different variations of what we would call traditional color work patterns but a lot of people can't connect with that and this is perfect it inspires you to become creator of your own patterns as well as giving you the tools to on how to create your own patterns and how to find your shading and your you know the right colors and the right blends of colors felix also has a section on how to put your your um, designs into garments and there actually are recipes for fingerless mitts and leg warmers in here and you know that's the next sort of practical step is now that you've find your inspiration how are you going to to carry on how are you going to to use it and this will be a really important addition to any knitter's library i have never backed a kickstarter before i'm so glad that this is my first one really truly i truly am i just this was something that i just knew i wanted to get behind and something that i i knew i wanted to have and one of the draws <laughs> 
uh, in the Kickstarter description was that this was going to be something that you could that would lay beautifully in your lap as you knit, and it does. It's it's a soft cover. In fact, I I got mine covered with a nice plastic cover from the library because it, it keeps it pretty. It does indeed lie beautifully in your lap, and you could read and knit at the same time and enjoy the book. The pages are beautifully soft, and the photography is phenomenal. Uh, the the photography is done by Felix's brother Fergus. Not only is the knitwear beautifully photographed, but the inspirations, um, you know, the, the the places and the roads and the plants and the buildings and the other photography in the book is just smashing. I am so pleased for Felix and I know that she's been absolutely inundated with orders. If you go to knitsonic.bigcartel.com you will find the book there. It's £18.99 and it'll be the best £18.99 you'll ever spend, I guarantee you. Wholesale orders uh, are not possible at the moment because th this first, you know, the, the book's been self-published and the initial print run, it's not been possible to offer at wholesale rates. The good news is that it's going to have a second print run and it will be available for wholesale for vendors wishing to stock it. So you can register your interest at that big cartel uh, website by clicking wholesale orders. And I just know that a lot of my yarn uh, shop owning friends are going to want to have this beautiful book in their in their stock. It's fantastic. Well done, Felicity. Um, so beguiled by this book and this these tools that I now have to go forth and, and create charts and beautiful colouric designs and and you can too and well done my November mucker well done to you it's it's beautiful to tell you about a podcast that I've been listening to recently and recommend it to you and it's not a knitting podcast it's not a crafting podcast so um, it is something a bit different it is called The Serial and it's from the makers of This American Life podcast which you might also sometimes hear on Radio 4 so Serial is hosted by Sarah Koenig and as the series unfolds, it is one story and it is a true story. Each episode will be a different string in this story. Um, so this is what the serial is, this um, series. On January the 13th, 1999, a girl named Heyman Lee, a senior at Woodlawn High School in Baltimore County, Maryland, disappeared. A month later, her body turned up in a city park. She'd been strangled. Her 17-year-old ex-boyfriend Adnan Syed was arrested for the crime and within a year he was convicted and sentenced to spend the rest of his life in prison. The case against him was largely based on the story of one witness, Adnan's friend Jay, who testified that he helped Adnan bury Hay's body. But Adnan has always maintained he had nothing to do with Hay's death. Some people believe he's telling the truth and many others don't. Tara Koenig, who hosts Serial, first learned about this case more than a year ago and in the months since has been sorting through box after box of legal documents and investigators' notes, listening to trial testimony and police interrogations and talking to everyone she can find who remembers what happened on that day 15 years ago. And it is seriously addictive. Each episode looks at a different 
fragment of the case and we will only find out at the end you know what what the outcome is it's truly 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 gripping stuff and really really interesting and sort of unpicking clues as story unfolds and you hear more is really interesting so if you like that sort of thing um i didn't think i would like that sort of thing but the fact that it was an episode a week and that it followed this particular um format really intrigued me and I have been listening to it on the bus, going to work in the morning, before I go to bed at night. And (laughs) if you're interested in finding out more, you can go to serialpodcast.org. It's also on iTunes. And listen to the first episode and see what you think. Give it a go. Um, I tweeted about it the other day and quite a lot of people said, oh my God, I know, it's fantastic. So don't just take my word for it. so that, that's a recommendation from me on the podcast front. We've got ourselves to the end, nearly. Um, I always like to say hello to the new kids in the Knit British Ravelry group. Bella B, who is Fee from Scotland. KSH1, who's Karen from Rygate. Woolly Nut 1, who is Belinda from Windermere. Shapizzle, who is Ellen from Holliston, Massachusetts. Anna Kaika, who is Ulrika from Jotaberg in Sweden. And Pearl Power, uh, who is Helen from the United Kingdom, I think Helen is from Paisley. Hello, Helen. And also hello to those of you who have been saying hello in the Knit British uh, Ravelry group, Hello Thread. Hello to Rips Galley, who, 400th member of the group, apparently. So uh, she said, uh, let's celebrate. Just kidding. Started listening to the podcast just a few days ago and found the Ravelry group too, which is great. I live in Norway and I'm a fan of anything British. Hello to you. Doesn't have your first name there, but hello to you, Rip Skelly. And also uh, Ellen, who who uh, is Shapizzle, I think I'm saying that right, from, from uh, Massachusetts. She also left a comment on the thread to say, Hi, I'm Ellen from the Boston area in the US. I've been listening for a while and really enjoy the podcast. I love learning about all British breeds of yarn out there and we're looking at opportunities to try some out. I've been knitting for a long time and so thankful for Ravelry and the, and the knitting community. It's great to be part of an international group of crafters. It certainly is. And I think that is the one of the best things about about knitting and and social media is that we're we're so connected over over the miles by by what we do and it's fantastic. I uh, and it's lovely to and it's lovely to hear of people who don't live in the UK who are interested in using British yarns. I always think that's fascinating because to me, knit British is about knitting local, and but that the interest in British breed yarn outside the UK is also really fascinating and it's lovely to know that you non-Brits are trying something British. You know, and if you knit something in British yarn, then please share it in the Knit British Ravelry group on the British Projects thread because we'd really like to see that. Thank you to Chrissy Day for that fantastic yarn to review and thank you all for listening. It's been fun as always to spend some time chatting at you. (laughs) I... We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, hopefully. I would like to say thanks to everybody for listening and I'm leaving you with another knit-related song. Last time I didn't leave you with a knit-related song and I'm so sorry about that. So I'm leaving you with the Dala Girls and Hockey Sweater. This and the intro music, which was Madeline by Ukulele Jim. Uh, They're both available from musicalley.com. Thank you so much for sticking with me and... 
I will see you again really soon. Happy knitting and take care. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast. You can find out more at www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net and I'm also on Twitter at knit underscore British.